0: welcome back to the tmi podcast it's your host michaela and happy podmas day three and happy sunday hope you all have been enjoying these episodes as much as i have today's episode has someone near and dear to my heart my boyfriend will (laughs) <laughs> we have no clue how long this episode is might be, but we wanted to hop in here and chit chat about life, how we met, relationship advice, and much more. Well, are you ready?
1: Yeah, let's uh let's do the thing.
0: Okay, let's get this going then.
1: Yeah. Okay. Fire away.
0: Okay. Question number 1. Tell the listeners about yourself.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, not too much of a glamorous story. Uh, I'm a young, ripe age of 24. Um, I graduated college in May from Hamlin University with two degrees. Primary focus was English with an emphasis in professional writing, and then my secondary focus was communication studies across global and cultural differences. Uh, played college baseball for five years. Um, had Tommy John surgery during the COVID year. Um, you know, so for people that don't know what that is, basically, it's a surgery of a ligament in your elbow that is. Uh, basically the main component that allows you to throw. So I had surgery on that, um, you know, lost a year and came back and did the whole thing. So, uh, that's pretty much everything. And now I work, a work from home job and I'm a call center agent for AT&T. Um, it's very thankless. Um, I get abused a lot, but we make do and I make a decent amount of money. So no complaints.
0: Thanks for sharing about yourself.
1: You're welcome. Thanks for asking.
0: (laughs) Okay. Question number two, how did we meet?
1: Yeah, so this is gonna be a truth bomb on Michaela because I haven't really told her this story. So we met on Hinge. Oh
0: God, now I'm um, scared.
1: Yeah, so you know, um, you know, past experiences. You know, I was in a relationship and you know, kind of a bad breakup, got cheated on and everything. And I was ready to get back out in the dating world and downloaded Hinge. You know, I wanted to try something different than the the Tinder experience and. Saw her profile, and I was like, oh, I was like, yeah, she looks attractive. She's a teacher, like she's, so she's probably pretty smart, I would hope, if you're educating the youth of America, that you'd have a brain. Um, so, yeah, so I remember one of the prompts I responded to, it was some question about, like, oh, like, who do you relate to more? And it was, like, Nick from New Girls or some other thing. going to be completely honest. Never watched either of the shows I responded to on the prompt. Completely lied about it. I was like, oh, yeah, more like this guy. Like, I looked it up on Safari in the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah, never watched the show, never have, probably never will. I mean, I know what new girl is, but never seen more than 10 minutes of an episode. Um, I just wanted to get your attention, and I figured that was the best way to do it. Um, and yeah, she agreed to go on a date that week. That I think,
0: following day.
1: Yeah, yeah, that following day, we went to Cassetta's in downtown St. Paul, and um, it's been history since. I thought she, like, completely was not interested, because I dominated most of the conversation that night. Um, just, she wasn't talking much, so I was like, man, I was like... Yeah, I was like, well, there goes my chance, and then uh, I think the next morning after our date, I was on a bus to Kansas, um, yeah, to play college baseball for my last year, I think I was, yeah, it was like 6.30 in the morning, and I'm in Kansas, and it's freezing, and told her I had a good time, and... She responded back that same morning, and I was like, oh, never mind. Maybe she does like me. So, yeah. But no, I completely lied about that prompt. I've never seen a single episode of either one of those shows.
0: (laughs) That's actually really funny. You had me so, like, actually believe that you actually watch New Girl.
1: Yeah. Nope. Never. I mean, I've seen, like, bits and parts of it, but never seen an episode.
0: Nice. Lovely. Very lovely.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, question number three. What is some relationship advice you would give to others?
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, for one, you just have to be unapologetically yourself. Um, I mean, especially in today's day and age, it's extremely easy to try to put on a facade and pretend to be someone you're not for other people. But in the long run, it's just not going to work out that way. You know, you just have to be who you are because if your plan is to be in a long-term relationship and get married with somebody, then you have to find somebody that clicks with you. And, um, you know, I learned that lesson the hard way. I mean, I know it's probably not the easiest way to learn it after being in a former six year relationship, but you know, I wasn't truly allowed to be who I was and I put up with a lot of things that I shouldn't have. So now I know for the future that if things aren't going the way I enjoy them to, then it's time to have a critical conversation and reevaluate both people with where you're at. Cause in the long run, it might hurt in the moment, but it's better to get it done quicker to go separate ways uh, earlier than it is. You know, once you've gone through the whole experience over a couple of years and you find out it doesn't work because um, as much as love can be passion, it's also a choice. After a while, you know, that passion fades away and you have to make a decision to stay because not everything stays fun and new. You know, part of it becomes a routine. You know, if it's, you know, going to work with the other person or, you know, you guys go your separate way in the morning to go your jobs and then come home and clean or cook, whatever it is, you know, not everything stays passionate. So you have to find out. You know what the dichotomy of the relationship is and see where you guys succeed and you know what makes it work because I mean love eventually it starts out as a passion and then it turns into something that's just a routine and you have to make a decision to continue to put in the effort
0: yes I agree (laughs) okay next question Um, as someone who also does content creation what are your tips for successful tiktok videos
1: yeah so I'm a washed content creator Um, I am completely undisciplined I do not post regularly at all when I first moved in my new apartment and I was unemployed for a couple weeks because I just up and quit my job while I was very hopeful that I was going to get another one where I just didn't have a job for a month um I was regularly posting then because my schedule was sleep in till 2 p.m get up and get on my computer and edit some stuff from games I had played before um I mean the biggest thing is just analyzing trends um it, TikTok, I mean, is not really the platform that I would suggest to use if you expect consistent growth, just because the algorithm is not necessarily out of whack, but it's completely random. I mean, I've had a couple of videos that have gotten you know, tens of thousands of views. And then I can post one the very next day or a couple hours later and only get a couple hundred. Um, but I mean, otherwise it's just analyzing trends and then consistency would be the biggest thing. You can't do what I do and go super sporadic. I mean, if you do get momentum on any platform, whatever it may be, you have to continue to hammer at that and hope it continues to get pushed out. But don't get discouraged because it's not Just you, I mean, it's everybody on any platform. I mean, you might have one video that catches a bunch of momentum and then the next day it just flops and it might not have anything to do with you or your content, but it just has to do with the platform that's pushing it out and, um, you know, whether they like that stuff or not. So I would say consistency is the big thing. And then, you know, doing what works for you. I think if you walk into it and you're like, oh, I'm going to do this because I'm going to become a famous YouTuber and make a bunch of money and get sponsorships, you're in it for the wrong reason. I think if you ask any successful content creator in any sphere, regardless of Whatever they make or who they're connected with, they're doing it because they enjoy it. They're not doing it because they think they're going to get a bunch of money from it or get their name out there and have all these connections because then at that point, you're setting yourself up for failure because it takes a long time to get there. I think anybody can attest to that. And obviously, I'm nowhere near that level of success. You know, I mean, I used to make some money off of it a long time ago um, back during the pandemic but that just came along with it you know I had a very small knit community that you know I played one video game with and I just enjoyed the fun of it and the interactional aspect and like the parasocial relationship and you know everything else that just came extra was an added bonus but you just have to do it for fun and do do it because you enjoy it um, that would be my biggest tip is find something you're passionate about and run with that but don't I mean have goals obviously like yeah like set yourself like oh you know at the end of the month I want to try to have this because there has to be considerable growth obviously I understand if you're not gonna see any of that you might not necessarily want to continue down that path but the biggest thing you have to ask yourself is am I doing this for the right reasons
0: Mm -hmm. no I mean I agree but also I think it's really interesting me being a teacher and seeing what kids say why do you think everyone wants to become a content creator like I've had like my Mm -hmm. older kids be like oh well I'm gonna become a youtuber I'm gonna become a tiktoker Mm -hmm. do you think that's gonna be an actual male job in the future. Like, this is going to be a real career path that people can just do.
1: Yeah, I think it's a real career path that's definitely possible. And I think when you think about it, I think anybody can can have the realm and can have the space for it. There's someone that I watch on YouTube a lot. And I know for other people, it's harder to get into his content because he makes long form videos. They're not your quick five, 10 minutes. You know, these are like 40 minute videos and they go in depth and he's built multiple successful brands and has helped people build successful brands because he knows what he's doing. But, um, you know, if you think about it in any shape, sphere, realm, whatever it may be, Everybody's probably done something at least once and I think a lot of people, especially myself, you know, I have always made the excuse like, "Oh, like I need better equipment, I need this like to be successful," and that's just not the truth. I mean, I look at someone um and I don't I don't think your viewers would know who this is just based upon your demographic, but like Tyler1 on Twitch, you know, has been around in the game forever for video game content creation and primarily is known for League of Legends. But, I mean, that guy buys a $20 headset every week because he breaks them because he gets mad, and, like, that's, like, his thing, right? Like, he doesn't, I mean, that's just who he is as a person. That's just who he is. You know, he breaks things, gets mad, and that's the appeal, you know? So, I think people just need to find, like, what their niche is and what they're interested in doing. But I think it's a a very viable career. I think anybody can do it. I mean, there's 7 billion people on the planet, and even if 99.99% of the population hates what you're doing and only the 0.01% does. I mean, that's still a million people that'll enjoy what you're doing. So I think the odds are in your favor. You just have to find what it is that you want to do and run with it and be consistent, you know? And I think the biggest thing too, you know, a lot of people are always worried about like, Oh, how do I make it like high production quality? How do I do this? How do I do that? I think people are just more interested in the story of what comes with that. Like what's the story behind you as a person and like your content creation. And I think some people are just afraid to latch on to that. They're like, oh, I need a better mic. I need a better headset, better computer. And that's just, I mean, that's not the truth. Like, what what type of story can you create and what can people latch onto? Mm-hmm. No, so, So, I, I yeah, I, I think kids can do it. I mean, I think it's something that's very viable. I mean, I think kids obviously have to have the expectation that it's not going to work out for everybody. Just because I do think, you know, at least in comparison, people think like, oh, like a nine to five is a lot harder, like blah, blah, blah. Like... And I'm not here to diminish anybody's job. Like, yes, I think if you are a successful content creator, you have more freedom in the things that you can do just because you are your brand and you set the schedule for yourself. But at the end of the day, you have to manage relationships, sponsorships. You have to incorporate things. I mean, you have to... Yeah. I mean, if you're that successful, you have to manage a payroll because then you have to pay editors. You know, you have to pay people and other things like that and make sure everybody else is getting food on their plate. But I think it's possible. I think... um you know, a lot of kids just have to find out what works for them, but I think they can do it just as long as they know that they have to have a backup plan too. Cause I mean, if everybody could do it, they would, exactly. but I look at somebody like myself, I'm super inconsistent. Right. Yeah. So like, I know like, yes, like obviously, yeah, it would be a cool dream to like, you know, wake up and play video games for eight hours a day and talk to, you know, thousands of people in a live stream. But I just don't have the consistency to do that. Like, they're going to go latch on to somebody else that's going to do it Monday through Friday. And I do it one Monday a month. And then the next month, I might do it four times in a week. And it's just like, well, yeah, I'm going to go to the person that I know that's going to be here every day. You know? Exactly. So.
0: Yep. No, I mean, I agree with you just because, like, with me with this podcast, like, mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not Alex Cooper.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you have other things going on in your life. Um, you know, I mean, this would be something that, you know, if you wanted to continue to pursue, you'd have to make the time for it, yeah. right? Because, obviously, you know, you have the career path that you have with being, a, being in the educational world and being a TA. And that, that comes first at the end of the day. Like, that's your primary form of income. You know, unfortunately, yeah. not all of us can um, you know, be unemployed and chase things, you know, (laughs) not all of us are Born into generational wealth. Um, you know, especially myself, but I mean, yeah, it's something you can definitely chase No, for sure But you just have to make the extra time for that and you have to figure out what your priorities are and what route you want to go with it Mm
0: -hmm. Okay, are you ready for this next question? I don't I think you're not gonna like this question
1: I mean i'm prepared i'm ready for anything.
0: Okay. Where do you see yourself in five years?
1: Uh, well, hopefully alive. Um, that would be the biggest thing. I mean, I'm 24, so I'm kind of getting at the hill of 30.
0: Oh my God, stop.
1: Um, I mean, honestly, I've never like really been a person to like envision like, oh, this is the career path that I want. This is where I like want to be. I've always been somebody that you know thinks more in the moment, like where I am currently, where my feet are at right now, because that's really all I can control. Like, there's other things that I can do to set myself up for success. I mean, the biggest hope would be in five years, again, like this is just the biggest thing, like the biggest aspirational goal that I would have is that I would have a home. Like currently I live in an apartment, you know, it's not bad, but I don't like the idea of giving rent money away every month and then not having that invested into a spot that I can sell later down the road and get money back. But I would say the biggest thing is to have a home. Um, You know, I'm not going to make any promises like, you know, say like, oh, like, You know, I still want to be in a relationship when I'm 30, just because I need to see where that where that comes from. Right. Because it would be very easy to say, like, oh, yeah, in five years, I want to be in a relationship and, you know, either I could stay in a situation that I don't enjoy or pretend to be somebody that I'm not for somebody else just to meet that goal. So, like, my biggest thing would be, like, to be happy, I suppose, in five years from now. But if I had to pick a tangible goal, it would be to own a house or to be debt-free, depending upon what comes first. More than likely, it's going to be debt-free. I'll probably be in an apartment. I probably won't get a house till, you know, I'm 35, 40, which is okay. I don't think there's a, a problem with that. People go at their own pace. So I would say those are two of my tangible things, and then just being happy, which I can control. You know, if I'm not satisfied with my job, I can always go get another one or um you know, I'm a big I'm a big retail therapy person, so yeah, if I need are. to go, yeah, if I need <laughs> to go buy something to make me happy for the moment, you know, I can I can suffice with that as long as it's within reason. Um but yeah, I mean just to recap, you know, I know I've said this a couple times now, but just in 5 years just to be happy and hopefully healthy with everything. Um need to cut back on the Cheetos and the the cherry Coca-Cola and the Coca-Cola <laughs> coming into 2023 because I can't fit into clothes anymore.
0: Okay, so we <laughs> I had my uh, work I had my work holiday party last night and Will apparently texted me while I was on the way to get him and he literally texted me, I think I'm going to have a panic attack or it's my turn to have a, something like that.
1: Yeah, I said it was my turn to have a panic attack because Michaela said she was going to have one earlier in the morning while she was shopping for a new dress. And while she was on the way, after I was done with my with my job, I was putting on my pants and I had to suck it in to button them. And I got them buttoned, but then I couldn't put the zipper up because I was too fat. <laughs> So I was like, okay, well, I can't wear these pants, um, which are the same pants that I wore back in February. So we're talking, what, 10 months ago, I was able to fit in them just fine, no problem. And put a belt on, too. Was Um, that for our date? Yes, that was for our first date. Oh. Yeah, I bought those pants that same day. Nice. Um, And they fit then. They do not fit now. So, uh, and then I also tried to put on a sweater, and I declared myself that I looked like an Oompa Loompa, so... um, Yeah, so maybe maybe that's another goal in five years is to be a lot healthier than I am now. Maybe I miss college baseball more than I think because it required me to get off my fat ass and be active and actually lose some of the weight that I eat every day. So, yeah, maybe in five years we'll be in, we'll be in better shape. So I'm not going to make any promises because I'm extremely <laughs> lazy, but we'll see where that takes us.
0: Yep, no, for sure, for <laughs> sure. Will, do you have any questions you want to ask me?
1: Um... Yeah, actually. Oh, no. Yeah, I do. Oh, boy. Um, Okay, so, all right, so this this is going to be an interesting one, okay? This is going to be eye-opening, and I, and I want your honest truth. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, today is what, December 11th? Yeah. Okay, so we're about to hit seven months in three days, and it's going to be December 14th. Yes. So, seven months, you know, and I mean, we've known each other longer than that, because, you know, we didn't jump into a relationship right away when we first met on our first date. So I'd say it's probably been more like eight, mu- nine months of knowing each other, but seven months officially in a relationship. Okay. So my thing is, and I'm just curious, you don't have to share this if you don't want to, but I am going to press you a little bit on it. Go ahead. Do you think there'll be like a general timeline of when you think like the idea or at least the premise of like opening up to your significant other, you know, like when there's issues, like if it's at work, if it's stress or anything like that, or just anything going on in the real world where you feel more comfortable just to sharing it openly without having me to ask if something is wrong. Now, I'm not saying that in a bad way. I'm genuinely not, so I'll preface it with that. I'm just like genuinely curious because I know we've had this conversation before.
0: Oh, man. Okay, I'm trying to get my thoughts.
1: No, you're good. Take your time.
0: What was the initial question? Because that's what I want to answer first.
1: Well, yeah, so like what's what What do you think is your general timeline? Like how many more weeks, months, days, whatever it might be that you're open to sharing That something in life is going wrong, whether it's work, just life stresses, where you're more willingly open to share those things without me having to pry and ask what's wrong or like dig it out of you. I
0: mean, this is going to sound really dumb. I know you're not going to like this answer, but I think it's really just like it can be any time. But I think for me with my own opinions and me worrying about like oh we both have things going on right like both of us can have stressful days at the end of the day Mm -hmm. right we can share that yes or no i unfortunately typically like to shut down Mm -hmm. and and try to push will away
1: speaking of the choir
0: uh, yes um i'm working on that Uh, but i i do think it's important that at some point whether it's starting tomorrow or whatnot. You know, which I know it's important Mm -hmm. just to be able to say like, hey, I have I've had a bad day. Mm -hmm. Maybe I want to talk about this. I don't know
1: yet. Yeah. Fair enough. No, I get that. But just figured I would ask. Okay, And then other questions. These will be a lot more lighthearted now. I just had to get the hard ones out of the way first. So obviously, (laughs) you know, I know you were a teacher. Yeah. What's it called? You got your little, you got your little certificate over here. I oh, don't know. You were a teacher at some school. I'm going to be honest. I'm blanking right now. It's yeah, a Sunday just, morning. You
0: can't say the name.
1: <laughs> okay, so you were a teacher at some school, and then now I know you're um, a TA at, at a new location. This is your first year doing a thing. So if you weren't going to become a teacher, and I think I know what the answer is because I know you've talked about this before. So if you weren't going to be a teacher, what did you see as your other like viable career path?
0: Okay.
1: And I'm th- and I'm going to guess it's Disney on Ice.
0: Well, that was good to be my my starter. Okay, I'll get back to that in a moment. <laughs> but I actually wanted to become a nurse. Can you imagine me being a nurse? I was I was uh, like no, so I, I passed chemistry in high school with flying colors. I thought I was a freaking genius. And I was like, I'm becoming a nurse. Oh yeah. This this is not that hard. Oh yeah. I'm <laughs> <And> funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm freaking funny, let me tell you that. Um but no, it was gonna be Disney on ice. Okay. I don't know if I mentioned this and maybe I have in the podcast before, but I was a competitive figure skater growing up. I was on team USA in high school for it. Mm -hmm. And my senior year of college rolled around and I was like, I don't know what I want to do. I mean, like I have a idea of what I want to do, but I just don't know if it's something I really want to take on full time. Mm -hmm. And I know the people who do all the additions and like, picking out and selecting for Disney on Ice. Mm-hmm. And like they just told me, send in your video, we'll get you a spot automatically. No big deal. Mm-hmm. You don't really have to try out. And so that was actually one of my considerations. And I was gonna do Disney on Ice for like a year or two and then go back to community college. Mm-hmm. You know, and then go to like a different school for the last two years, just depending on my um choice. But I was out of college for junior year senior year, I can't remember. Mm -hmm. And I saw the colleges that I wanted to look at, and I talked to my mom after I saw them, and I go, Mom, I'm not doing Disney on ice. I'm going to a private university, and I'm majoring in education Mm -hmm. (laughs) right then and there. Um, I made up my mind. My mom was a little bit shocked. Yeah. So...
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I can see the shock factor. I mean, I get it. You know, when someone thinks you're going to do one thing and then you just drop the ball and go the complete other direction. Yep, so so. Um, I get that. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Being so. a nurse, I, I cannot see that. No. Um, let's, let's just thank our heavens that Michaela's not uh, the one that you see at the ER when, <laughs> you know, you've fallen and can't get up.
0: Do you have anything else you want to say before we end this episode?
1: Honestly, no. I think I've said enough.
0: <laughs> for this first episode. Yeah, for this first
1: one. So anyways, again, my name is Will. That's my little introduction. Um, I probably peeled back more layers of the onions than I wanted to in episode one, but I'm unapologetically myself. So I would like to say thank you for listening. Please leave any suggestions, comments, feedback. I'm open to reading. I'm an English major. So, but yeah, I'm going to pass it off to to Miss Heck here and she can close us out.
0: (laughs) Okay. Thanks, Will, for being on the podcast.
1: You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Great host.
0: Thank you. I guess we'll have to do more episodes. Together. Yeah. Yeah. We can do like longer episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, But just remember to answer the daily question. Well, Will, you get to do the daily question because I'm doing daily questions. You'll think of it.
1: Wait, answer it or ask it?
0: You can ask it because I'm putting daily questions at the end of each episode for Podmas.
1: Okay. Daily question. Um, What have you already asked? I listened to episode one. I didn't listen to episode two yet.
0: Oh, episode two yesterday was like, do you have a must? Like, do you have a favorite must-have project? Pro-
1: uh, that would, that would make sense based upon the title of it. Okay, we're super close to Christmas. I'm going to jump the gun on this. It's probably going to be asked later towards the end of the episodes. Uh, what are you getting somebody for Christmas? Whether it's your mom, significant other, dad, dog, whatever it may be. What are you getting someone for Christmas? And why are you excited about giving this season?
0: <laughs> okay, sounds good. I'll put that in the notes. Um, but yes, yeah, so that's all we have for right now. Remember that the podcast and my instagram I put will's instagram in the notes in the links it's always in the notes and below and i will see you guys tomorrow for podmas day number four and i will see you guys later xoxo michaela